Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following is a paid program. Big Blue Nation. It's time for Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. Now, here's every Wildcats best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Duke. Good morning, Big Blue Nation. This is Just a Tip. My name is Michael Bennett. Along with me is Shannon the Dude. And happy President's Day to everybody out there. Oh, that's why no one else is in the building. Exactly. We get to celebrate while we work. And uh, so I, I'm happy that it's President's Day because the you know, only good thing for us yeah. is that there's no traffic coming in. Well, there's, there's another good thing for me. Okay. I get what is called a comp day. Oh! That's right. So instead of taking a day off when it's miserable here in Kentucky yeah. with the weather being, yeah. you know, what, 30 That's a degrees, good point. I can now use this day down the road somewhere, like, let's say in July. And go lay on the beach. I like that. See, I, I think that is better than I, I. I would prefer to work on a day like this because you really can't do anything outside. Yeah, I mean, it's if cold. I, if I were it's... off today, what would I be doing? Nothing. Sleeping in. Yeah. Well, no, that's I it. I don't sleep in, but I would, you know, be doing nothing basically. Yeah. Yeah. Probably rubbing your ear. Yeah, oh my God, I've had this earache now for a week. I'm telling you, if it's not one thing, it's something else. I went to the ear, nose, and throat specialist, and he checked my throat out, but now my yeah. ears hurt. <laughs> God, I'm falling apart at the seams here. That's what happens when you get old. I guess, man. How is your throat, by the way? Because you do, can you get high now? I cannot sing so wait, the high wait. notes. Yeah. I can get but, high if you get the right kind of... Uh... I didn't mean it that way. Oh my gosh, I opened that door. That is not the way I meant it. we go out to Colorado, I'm sure can, I could. Can you, yeah, Rocky Mountain, Yeah. Uh, can you get higher on your voice now or uh, not quite yet? A little yet? bit. I, I can't hit the high notes if I were singing. Yeah. Wouldn't be a good night to go karaoke anytime soon, you, but you can still tell every now and then mm-hmm. that it's uh it still cracks a little. By the way, you, man. Yeah. I've been coughing the last couple of weeks. You know why? Yeah, I do. I just figured it out. <laughs> my little my little salt my, my little salt, my big salt rock, the yeah. light burned out a couple of weeks ago. Remember I introduced you to yes. the salt lamp? Yes. About what, seven, eight months ago maybe? Yeah. Has it been that long? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden we come in here and we notice that the salt lamp is not illuminated it's yeah, not lit up right right and i guess the bulb blew on it and ever it since then yeah you've been, been coughing. coughing and hacking in there i have been so do you believe in the salt lamp i now? do believe in the salt lamp to the point where now we leave the salt lamp on 24 hours a day what you're home. supposed to do yeah and that's what we do uh-huh. it just doesn't seem like that little light bulb could heat it up Look, enough man, to make I any mean, kind of effect i wasn't a believer either yeah but then i got one in my house and i was like man my like allergies and everything are kind of yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just you know. All right, so it's. it's I, pres- think, I think therefore I am type of. Uh, yes, psychology. exactly, exactly, very yeah. much so, and that does work. Uh, by the way, your favorite president? Yeah. You, do you have one? <sighs> mm, no, George Washington seems like a pretty Washington. good guy. Well, Come he on, teeth. He died from a cold. He, you know, he I chopped down a cherry tree. Yeah, he did. He could not tell a lie either, right? I like Abraham. Abraham Lincoln was a pretty good dude. Yeah, yeah. I like him. 
Any any more recent ones that you tend to like or no? You know, you can't really get into that because then, either way, half of our audience is going to hate me. Exactly. If I say Bill Clinton, all the Republicans will go, screw you. If I said Donald Trump, are you, see, are you di- kidding me? You said Bill Clinton? I, see, exactly. <laughs> just so I'm, I'm just going to not even <laughs> yeah. acknowledge Which any recent presidents. Which is sad. Because but- people cannot take an opinion that's not their own. There, there are past they presidents. They can't accept it. Well, and, you know, there are presidents uh, that are in contemporary presidents that some of them did great things. And then some of those same people that did the great things did horrible things. And it is a shame that we're I I don't want to alienate. That's the one thing. I don't know if you, you remember Johnny Carson, of course. Yeah. But he always said you never want to get into politics too much because you're going to alienate half your audience. Yeah. And that's the very reason I've kind of made that rule with me. I don't want ever want to talk about politics. Uh, I think right now we're alienating all of the sports fans who are tuning into the show to talk about Kentucky's. I don't know what happened. Ass kicking that they gave yeah. Tennessee. By the way, I did ask a question after the game. You did? I did. I did. Yes. What did you say? Well. Shall we save it for later? Well, okay, we'll save it for a little later. But, uh, yes, Kentucky won. And I have to tell you right now, I did not see that coming. I, well, I, thought, I don't think anybody did. I thought it was going to be a close game. I thought Tennessee would come in there. And, and I wouldn't have been surprised if Tennessee came in and really blew out Kentucky by double digits. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. That just I mean, doesn't happen at Rupp. No, it really not during the Calipari era. No, it really doesn't. And, and I'm just wondering why can't we have this team the rest of the season? Well, well we may have. Is, we may have this team the I rest of the so. season. And if they do, I don't think anybody's going to stop them, including Duke. I don't either. I, I mean, you got to a point where Keldon Johnson just kept making three after three after three, and I'm laughing. I, I mean, I'm giggling up there like a little girl. It's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. It's like, where did that come from? Where has that been? Where has it been? Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about this, how frustrating it was towards the beginning of the season, but we were saying, you know, come February, come March, Cal's going to have this team clicking, and sure enough, here we are. The part, like clockwork. The part that was surprising, though, I've never seen – as much opposing uh, team fans at a Rupp Arena game, there was a lot of orange there. See, I, I was watching the game on TV, and I could yeah. see some, but I couldn't get a good feel. There's a lot. Really, a whole yeah, lot. Even down in the eruption zone, which surprised That's me. That's sort of disappointing. But I will say the crowd sounded really, really loud. When the game started, upstairs was literally rocking. Yeah. And it, that I, I thought Kansas was loud. Tennessee was the loudest I've ever heard rep. And I mean, not just for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. It was continuous. Yeah. It did not stop, especially in that first half. And then when the second half started, it was even worse. I mean, it was good for us, but I yeah. mean, it was just loud. Because you look at it, we score, we are, our percentage for field goal percentage the first half was right at 60%. And we were up only up by six points. Yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, if we're going to score, th- if we're going to shoot that well and only be up by six points, we're going to have to score even more, have a higher percentage of uh, field goals. I mean, it was it was surprising how well that game was played the first half, and the, and the referees officiating really let them play that first half. Mm-hmm. Second half, nope. And I, I I do have to say this, Nick Richards. First of all, he did a couple of things. Number one. He he made a move, and it sticks out in my head. He made a move. It's like, wow, where did that come? He totally faked out the cameraman as well as, obviously, the Tennessee uh, guard, whoever is guarding him on defense. But it was – I haven't seen Nick Richards play like that. But the other thing, have you ever seen another big man 
get as many bad fouls called against him. No, he does, man. I don't know what it is. He seems to just draw fouls, or not draw fouls, commit fouls. They're just... They're just bad fouls. Well, he had a couple that were really bad fouls. One being a three-pointer. Yeah. Uh, that well, I Which believe is that the worst was Grant foul, Williams. Worst foul in the game. Exactly. I still don't understand why that ever happens. And, and then the uh, uh, the other one where he was going after the ball. There's a couple of them. He went after the ball, and it's like, what did I do? I didn't do it. I'm going after the ball just like the other guy. And that's where I think that, unfortunately, uh, benefit of the doubt always goes to the smaller guy, mm-hmm. never the big guy. It's always the big guy that commits that foul. Yeah. But but can I say this? Yeah. Because I like Grant Williams, but I'm getting to a point where I can't stand him because he he's a crybaby. Oh, of course. I mean, he's a flopper. He is the biggest flopper. Go back to that hook and hold call that they gave on Vandy in the in the uh, right. game in Nashville. Right. But but I've never seen a person, and, and that's just. It's like either he's one of the weakest players I've ever seen in my life, or they're taught to flop because a lot of them would do it. A lot of I, hey, I, I saw mean, more Tennessee players on the floor than uh, standing on their own two feet. Well, if they can get away with it, you know, can't blame them. Well, you know, if the refs are going to call it. You got worried. They're going to keep doing it. You got worried. What twenty seconds into the ball game, PJ Washington gets a foul, yep. uh, and that's it's because he fouled Grant Williams. It's like, oh, no, here we go. And that was the flop. That was the first one. And I think the refs kind of saw it after that mm-hmm. and really didn't call it again. Kind of shut that down. It he, really did. DJ, by the way, man, we keep talking about how great he's been playing. He's making himself a lot of money. Yes, he is. For the upcoming draft. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, every game, man. every game, his stock just continues to grow, and he keeps climbing up that chart. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, a lot to talk about today. We we got to get into not just the U.K. game. You want to give us a call, you can, 502-571-1080. Talk about the Tennessee game on Saturday or toll-free at 877-904-1080. You can also tweet us at just the tip KY. Uh, but we got to talk about some other things, including a few NBA All-Star game things I want to talk oh, about. Did you some watch good, it? Yeah, I did. I turned and, it on for probably five minutes and they were just running up and down the floor. And, and, yeah. and I know it's every year zero defense. Yeah, I just kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, oh, we, we nah, got, I can't watch this. We got to talk about Hami though, and oh, yeah. about, uh, the dunk contest, and we're going to talk about that a little bit, and probably uh, a little bit about the national anthem too. I don't know if I like this, but anyway, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is just a tip. Now back to just the tip on Talk Radio 10. Got my spine. I've got my. Good song right there. By the way, I was watching MTV last night, and they had this documentary. MTV, really? Yes. They had a documentary. Or it might have been Axe, Axe TV. I was going to say, is MTV even a channel anymore? Yeah, it is. Like, what did they even good. play? I, I have no idea. If sweet uh, 16 and pregnant, something like the that. The last time I watched MTV was when Prince died. Yeah. And they were playing... Or was it Michael? I don't know. One of those two. Either Michael Jackson or Prince. I can't remember. Yeah. But they were actually playing music videos that day in honor. Really? I was like, wow, this is the first time they played music videos in 20 years. Well, I, I, it, it might have been Axe TV I yeah. was watching. One of the two music channels. And yeah. they had a documentary in REM. Yeah. And it was really cool. I you know, I hate to say it, but when those bands kind of break up, radio doesn't play those kind of bands anymore. Uh, alternative type stuff. That's what I would Just consider. Just the plays them, though. Yes, they do, and I, I th- I'm thankful <laughs> for that. But Shane, you, the dude plays them. You know where REM was uh, based out of? Tell me. You don't know? I don't know. Athens, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Why would I know that? I don't. This is curious because well, they're another <laughs> like SEC they're team. Yeah. You know who else is from Athens, Georgia? 
Who? What other band? B B fifty twos. Okay. There you go. Black Crows too, right? Black Crows are from Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But uh, Georgia. I mean, That's you're cool. fine there. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the second half. You want to give us a call, 502-571-1080, 877-904-1080. You can tweet me at just the tip KY. By the way, Brad Calipari's outfit. <laughs> we do have to talk about that for a second, you know. And uh, he looked like he wore the exact same suit as his dad. I don't know if you notice that or well, not. I, a lot of people are doing the Pee Wee Herman that's, thing. That's the thing right there. Of course, there. he didn't have a bow tie no, on. Somebody he, do he, that. he was a bow tie away from being Pee Wee Herman, though. But he had this shirt on, kind of a la, uh, uh, you know, what's the old athletic director over here? Uh, Tom Jerk, who I like to say. Uh, and, and some long necklace. But yeah, he, I was just waiting for the little uh, robot thing to come out and print out the word of the day, and then anytime the commentary <laughs> said, ah! <laughs> "Nice," but uh, I, I uh, listen. I like the kid. I mean, I think he's gotten more attention. Well, of course, we like him. It's nothing to do. If we talk about his fashion. It doesn't yeah. mean we don't like him. No, I think I like him even. Uh, I guess what I mean is I like him even more now because yeah. of what he's done. I think he's gotten more attention this year by redshirting. Yeah, than if. He was on the team dressed out. Oh, ready there's to no play. doubt, no doubt about it. Yeah, because like he says, in memory of when he cared, he doesn't care what we're talking about his uh, no. his fashion anyway. He doesn't care about that. No, he doesn't care, but he cares that we're talking about him. He likes the fact that people are talking about him. No, he doesn't care. I think he does. I think he likes that that aspect of it. He doesn't care what they say, but he likes the fact that we're Maybe talking so. about him. So I, I think there's a difference there. But he did. He was wearing a suit just exactly like his dad's. Like- I think the funny part is. If if Cal, forget the bow tie side of it, if Cal <laughs> wore the same shirt and some long necklace and they looked exactly the same for a ball game, I think great. that would be brilliant right yeah. there. And, and uh, so Jay Billis didn't go your route to, for the 94 feet interview, did he? But did you see that he at least teased? No, no, the, I, I didn't see any of it, so okay. you got to tell me. So he tweeted out a video, it was like just a three or four second clip of him and Rick Barnes walking. <laughs> Like like he was like he teased it on Twitter before the game like he was going to do ninety four feet with Rick did Barnes. Did he really? Because he replied to me. I don't know if you saw. Oh, he did. So I, I sent out a tweet to him on Friday. Yeah. And said, and I tagged him. I said, Hey, how cool would it be if Jay Billis did ninety four feet with Brad Calipari and they wore matching in memory of when I cared shirts? And he replied back and said, That'd be awesome, but we're doing ninety four feet with Rick Barnes. And everybody lost their mind. The people who didn't get the sarcasm lost their mind. Thought he was being serious, and then sure enough, before the game, like around two o'clock that day on Saturday, uh, he tweeted out a video of him and Rick Barnes doing ninety-four feet, and of course, people just lost their mind. Thought that that was really going to be what See, was I happen. love that. I love that humor. Yeah, I think that's the funniest thing. I don't have a problem with what he did, and because I, I love Tom Hart. I mean, you've convinced me now, Shannon, with with Tom Hart's humor, who's one of the funniest guys yeah. I've met. I think. Which has gained more popularity for him, maybe not throughout the rest of the SEC, but what he has with Kentucky, which is the biggest fan base when Absolutely. it comes to basketball. Yeah. And now Jay Billis. Yeah. Because he's, he loves Kentucky. Yes, I, he look, played I, at Duke. I love both those guys. I, I don't do care too. what anybody says. I, you got to understand his niece and nephew went to the University of Kentucky, graduated from there, live in Lexington. Yeah. And so he's, he's a Kentucky fan as well. And, he's just having fun. And he takes a day. A year to host a show with me. Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to do that. Right. He doesn't right. have to be on KSR once one, one day a right, year. Right. But he does it for free. And that's nice. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this on TV or not, but Cal 
was real intense with this ball game, more than I've ever seen him on any other ball game out there. And at one point, he and Kenny Payne got into it. I didn't see I that. Mean, they were really yelling at each other. And I wasn't about to ask that question, but I did. Hey, Cal, what were y'all arguing about no, over there? No, no, no. And, and you know what? <laughs> that that intensity followed into after the game, too. Yeah. And so I had to have a little fun. I, of course I had to ask a question. Okay, and so what I was meant the, this sincerely. What was the question? Well, the question was. It wasn't first. I said, I, that's the problem. It was the first question right Again? out of that. Yes. Oh, I was oh shocked. Oh, my gosh. I was shocked. Well, well, okay, explain to me how this works. I mean, are people just gun shy? I don't know. At the start or what? I don't know. I have no idea, but I got the microphone. I took it and I said, uh, and here's how I did it. I said, Cal, congratulations on the big win tonight. Okay. I promise I'm not going to ask anything about bench scoring. Oh, my God. Why did you bring that up? I was joking. I was oh just joking. And he looks straight over at uh, his SID, uh, Eric Lindsay, and says, how many points did we score on the bench? And Eric goes, like, seven points. And uh, and I'm thinking, okay, that's not much. <laughs> but I did say, I said, listen, you got to talk about the bench play. I didn't say scoring. I said oh the bench gosh. play because. She doubled down with another bench no, question. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was complimenting it. I said the bench play tonight was a, a, a huge reason that we got to win because you look at the minutes that some of these guys got in. Jamal Baker had a huge block. Uh, Nick Richards rebounding, made shots, and then you got E.J. Montgomery, who continues to play really well. He's the he's our sixth man, with clearly our sixth man. And, of course, you, you got to let him in because Reed Travis is getting exhausted out there. So, wait a minute. You just said, I'm not going to ask about the bench, and then you proceeded to ask about the bench. No, I'm bench scoring. <laughs> Clarify that now. I did not ask about bench scoring. So, what was the I, question? Go it, ahead. That was the question. It was about bench play. Okay. And you got to admit that the bench play was a huge factor in a tremendous win. And what was his answer? Answer? Uh, he went off on a tangent. So he, did, he didn't even answer your question. I didn't even pay attention. So <laughs> you were just you were just like sitting there, just crossing your fingers, hoping <laughs> he didn't yell at. Please don't yell at me. Please don't yell at me. Well, I did, you know, Pat Forty's in front of me. He's just shaking his head. No, oh geez. Oh but, yeah. Uh, let's yeah. go to the phone lines. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty eight seven seven nine zero four ten eighty. Let's go to Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, good morning. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great after Saturday. Hey, listen, let me ask you if anybody had ever mentioned, remember um, Saturday night when Grant Williams uh, got fouled in that three-pointer? Yes, Nick Richards fouled him. Okay. That was not, and I I picked it up during the game, but I went back and watched it. I watched on television. I got put back and watched it. That was not a shooting foul. Really? Okay, what was it then? Because it looked like a shooting foul to me. It was a regular common foul. Uh, the rule is, now, I used to referee ball, but I haven't done it in five years, but the rule used to be that if you shoot the ball and you land before you get fouled, then it's a regular common foul, and it's either a one-on-one or a two if it's a double bonus, or you just take the ball out. And I looked at, I looked at it again, and Nick Richards did not touch him until after his feet had touched the ground. I had touched the floor. Okay. Well, I, I, so he should. So he should not have been awarded. Now I don't know why somebody hadn't picked up on that, but that uh, the official blew that, and it really wasn't that hard of a call to make. He just waves off the shot, and uh, either goes to one and one, or he goes to take the ball out. 
Well, and you know, I, I think the officials are just looking to call a foul when it comes to Nick Richards. I think because he's so big that they assume that he's going to just clobber Grant Williams, and that's essentially what he thought he might be doing. I appreciate the phone call, Mike, but I I, I, I couldn't tell. I, I didn't have a good enough angle. To me, he looked like he did. Now, I didn't have the ability to replay it during the game or anything like that, but uh, uh, I know they had showed a couple of fouls up on the big screen, and the crowd would just go nuts. It's like he didn't touch him at all. So when we come back, let's talk about some NBA stuff, especially the National Anthem. We'll see you in a minute. This is just a tip. Back to just the tip on Talk Radio 1080. Can I say, I love this song. I do. And, and I, this has got to be the official basketball song. Just like Grove Street Party has become the official football song for UK football, I think this is the UK basketball song. Yeah. Because the crowd gets into it. Absolutely. You mean, I mean, you you mean, out, see, you mean outside of the students that the blue hairs sh- get into this? Absolutely. You should see the old 90 year old women. They're up there doing the dance. I <laughs> no, mean, they're not. Oh, they are into it. They're grinding their husbands. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't but, say that. But I love the, the players get into this song. And if it's a song that the players want to hear, they uh, yeah. like, let them play it or make them play it. Yeah. So we, we you're not gonna get any argument out of me from that. Yeah, yeah. By the way, we need to go down to Knoxville to see this game in a couple of weeks. Ooh. You and I should go down there and go see Kentucky play Tennessee. How far is uh, Knoxville? Knoxville it's what? Three? No, it's not even that. Really? It's three and a half hours. Mm. It's a little no nothing drive. So, but you'd have it to would be fun night. to go down there. I'm going. I'm going. You can come with me. I mean, and if you, Are you wanna, buying tickets or getting you, credentialed, we're getting credentialed. No, I'm not going to go buy tickets. I'm going down there because my favorite four letter word is free, and I'm getting free tickets. That's right. And we're going to go down there, and then you're going to reciprocate with me one day and say, Michael, let me take you somewhere <laughs> and get me credentialed for a concert, maybe. Well, maybe. Oh God, we'll, maybe. we'll figure out. You maybe. know, uh, what, what concert you want to go to. I have no idea. We'll get you tickets. I'd to, like to see the Foo Fighters. We'll get you tickets to Louder Than Life Fest. I want to see you mix in with that crowd. Okay, I, I can do it. I okay. can mix in with the crowds. That's never an issue. <laughs> I can mix in with ever whatever crowd you want me to go. If it's a Migos concert, I'm going to see the Migos. Okay, because I think they're awesome too. Now you know in the second half. We were up by 24 points because we came out with just, and Rick Barnes calls a timeout immediately. It's like, oh my gosh, this is just unbelievable. The crowd's going nuts. We're up by 24. And then all of a sudden, guess what happens? You saw, you saw glimpses of Duke U of L because Tennessee back into it, got in a 13 yeah. 0 run. And I'm like, oh no, please no. This is, and I put a tweet out there Saturday night. I said, here, for those naysayers that say Cal can't coach, bull. Because you saw him, he was intense, and I mean it. I've said it just a little bit ago, as intense as I've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. And, and to a point where when the game was about over, or the game was over, he starts yelling at the crowd to stop yelling overrated. Did well, you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, he gets up to the student section and is not even paying attention to the ball game anymore. Starts yelling at him. Stop yelling that. Yeah. And he made a point in the post game to say, listen, that team, if anything, Tennessee is underrated. Yeah. Well, the whole Cal can't coach argument is just a. 
It is. It, it's a tired argument. It I really won't is. even entertain that anymore. We know the guy can coach. Yeah, yeah. No oh. doubt about that. But, but, uh, but I, I didn't see him screaming at the student section. Oh, though. he was. I would like oh, to have seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah. A lot of people put it up on uh, a Twitter account. So, anyway, 502-571-1080-877-904-1080. Let's go to Scott. What's up, Scott? Hey, you stole my thunder. That's what I was calling about. That's well, okay. We can still uh, talk about it. Yeah. Well, what, what do you all think? Do you think it's a good a good decision on his part to, to tell the quiet crowd to, hey, let's not say overrate it, or do you think he should let him go? Well, see, I think it's a respect. I, I think Cal definitely, he and Rick Barnes, it seems like they're kind of buddies. And oh, yeah, I, they are. I yeah. think they didn't, I think Cal didn't want to disrespect the buddy. So, and I like that, truthfully. Let's, let's be a higher class of fan base, not one that's over. I never liked that cheer in the first place. I think it's silly because you know what? Uh, Seton Hall could have yelled that at us. Alabama could have yelled that at us. And LSU could have yelled and that at us. You just mentioned we have a return game coming up. Against Tennessee. In two weeks. That was my second point was, hey, you know, you know turn about fair play, people. That's well, right. well, yeah. where, where I go to the little media conference area for the post-game shows and uh, get a little snack or something at halftime, it's where you have to walk to go to the Tennessee locker room. So as the game is over, I'm standing right there, and player uh, fans are yelling at the players, and, and Admiral Schofield just walks right by me. He goes, Wait till you, you see us in Knoxville. And just, just <laughs> he said, said that to you? Oh, he didn't say it to me. He said it to the fan. He just looks straight ahead and says, wait till you see us in Knoxville. Wow. And I'm like, oops. I wouldn't say <laughs> anything. I don't want to make the dude mad. Yeah. And, and Grant Williams is the same way. Wait till Knoxville. Because you know what? Uh, I'll have to tell you right now, Scott, and this is what I think, Shannon. Uh, uh, who was the other player for Tennessee that really... Did it, was it Bone? I think it was Jordan Jordan Bone in it. Yeah, that uh, I think so, yeah. he is. He, I'm telling you right now, he is probably to me quietly their best player. I mean, yeah, nobody, yeah, he yeah, doesn't he had, get any credit. Right, had 19 points. Yes, was a uh, he's really instrumental in their comeback too. As Very well. much yeah. so. I mean, that dude can shoot the ball and he can do things. And that's that's Ashton Hagen's had to have him and really struggle with him, but still he did a great job. So I'm proud of Ashton Hagen's and the rest of the defense. And you know who else had the really tough assignment? And that was Reed Travis. Mm-hmm. Reed Travis had Grant Williams. So and they, he was exhausted after the game. Anything, Both of them were. Anything else, Scott? I think guys. All right, man. All right, thanks, thanks Scott. Scott. But uh, th- that's one of those things that, uh, holy cow, those guys had to have IVs after the game was over because, like Cal's always saying, you push as hard as you can go yeah. till you get dehydrated. It was intense. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they, it was. They were rolling up and down the up and down the floor. I mean, they I, that was probably the hardest I've seen them play all season. I think so, too. And uh, a wreck abandonment. That's how I'd describe it right there. That's what it felt like. They they felt like, okay, we have an assignment tonight. This is what we're going to do. And they achieved it. Hopefully that kind of flips a switch. That now they see how they have to play, not just every now and then, or not just for 15, 20 minutes. they got to play like that for 40 minutes every single game. Yeah, and you're talking about Admiral Schofield. I mean, he was giving credit to Kentucky. He wasn't, uh, you know, dismissive of their talent or anything like you, you maybe expect some players to be after you get beat yeah he was giving credit to the players and cal so yeah oh yeah he's, he's a class act like, I think. oh very much so yeah. I, I like him uh let's go back to phone lines let's go to chris what's up chris hey uh how you guys doing i'm uh, doing great okay uh i can't believe i'm gonna do this but i have to take up for the michael bennett what? conference question what 
Yes, I, because, I say that because I was watching uh, ESPN after the game, and you know how they have the uh, the extended clip of the coach uh, commenting in the press conference. Yes, the clip the clip that they used was the answer to your question. Was it really? Is that twice yeah. you've been on SportsCenter now? Yeah, it is. Wow, look yeah. at you. You don't even mention it now. You're like, oh, I'm on SportsCenter <laughs> no every week. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I didn't realize that, Chris. So uh, wh- tell me, first of all, where are you calling in from? I'm calling from London. Oh, you are? Okay. London, England. That's a great place to live. Yeah. Yeah, you got a Kentucky good, good accent. Cheerio. <laughs> cheerio, exactly. I had some of that for you breakfast. Maybe a relative of mine. You know, I'm from England. And all. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> Nobody cares about your little wherever you're from. I think you're an alien as far as I'm concerned. Now, Chris, what is it that you liked about that question? Because, you know, part of it, I, I was kind of trying to get a little joke out of him. Let's have some fun with him. But he wasn't taking that. But I, I readily admit that I thought bench play definitely made a difference. Oh, oh, it definitely did. And I think he did. In the clip they showed him, he looked like he cracked a little smile at the beginning. <laughs> did of, he really? Uh, okay. There. Yeah, so. Okay, okay. Well, do you think that ESPN used that because it was a good question or because the producers just wanted to get the hell out of there and they used the first answer? <laughs> like, all right, let's just get one answer from them, whatever the first question is, then we'll leave. That's <laughs> right. It was a late night, I'll tell you yeah. that. All right, Chris, anything else before we let you go? Uh, just, I wish one year ago I would have put a lot of money on Hami Diallo winning the dunk contest. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah, we definitely do. So, all right, Chris, appreciate the phone call. By the way, uh, can we talk about, just for a second before we take the next phone call, can we talk about the national anthem? I mean, did you pull it up by chance? Yeah. Okay. Can you play it just for a second? So so just, we're not being disrespectful by cutting it off. We can't play the whole thing though. Right. So here we go. Okay, that, that's good enough right there. I think we get we get the gist right there. First of all, it has it has feelings of fray right there, the fray from 2012. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the guy obviously this is uh, what's his name? It's uh, Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, and they made a big deal because he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a singer. They, I, I love how these people. I'm a singer. I'm a producer. I'm a writer. I mean, what else are you? You're a sanitation uh, dude. I, I don't know. But <laughs> the guy obviously has a beautiful voice. Yeah. But <sighs> there's some people that are saying, well, at least it wasn't as bad as Fergie. Or there's some oh people. Oh my that say, gosh! You want to talk about somebody worse? butchering the national anthem? I don't. Your voice is back. See, I can hit the high notes. Oh, that my was good. Fergie butchered the national anthem last year. Well, this guy didn't butcher it, but he, he totally changed it. So it's become now a solo. And yeah. it's it's like okay, I gotta top this. I got the next one has to be top like that. Just Let sing the, the national anthem, man. That's why I love the doctor that is the professor in the music department at UK. When he comes and does the national anthem at football or basketball games, I love it because he steps up, he starts it, steps away from the mic, and it's a cappella with the whole crowd. Right. I mean, it gives me cold chills right now. To just sing it that way. What's wrong? I'm a traditionalist, especially when it comes to our national anthem. Yeah, but I, I gotta say though, the guy. He's got a great voice, and it did. I kind of did like. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I, 
I kind of like the the version of it. You do? I kind of do. Well, then I, I don't we like... can't join along. Right. If you look at Dirk Nowitzki, I don't know if you were watching that part, but he's like, is this guy ever going to end? Yeah. I, the, his his facial expression when they put the camera on him during the national anthem it was priceless. It's like they changed so, the key of the song or something. I don't know. I don't it's... know. I don't know. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty eight seven seven nine zero four ten eighty, or you can tweet me at just the tip ky. We'll get your tweets and uh, we'll get to Jim in a minute too when we come back. And plus, we got to talk about Hami. We hadn't even talked about that yet. I know. That was Saturday night. We got to talk about this. So we'll be right back. Uh, this is just the tip. Now back to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. All right, this is our last segment. we got just a few minutes. we got to get to a couple of phone calls, too. But let's talk about Hamadou Diallo first, oh, yeah. real quick, because Saturday night, I mean, that was probably one of the biggest nights we've had in a long time. Plus, we didn't even talk about baseball. UK baseball swept Austin P this weekend. Yes. And that was really good. So congratulations, Nick Minge, uh, who's uh, started off the season the way we like to see it. But Hami... I, I I didn't realize the dude. Plus, I'm I'm happy for him. You know, I had uh, a great picture with him. He took my phone at the SEC tournament and and went Facebook Live, started calling me Money Mike. And I, I love the dude. He's got a great sense of humor, and he's I think he's a real genuine person. But to see him jump from the floor over Shaquille O'Neal, how tall Shaquille O'Neal is? What seven one? Probably seven one, seven two. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Jump over him and then dunk the ball, and his elbows hanging up there on the rim, which is it's what that dunk, with the exception of jumping over Shaquille, but uh, has won it where they've had their elbow in there like a the, couple of the, times. If you go to the New York Times, you can see a frame by frame of the jump, which okay, is even really? more impressive. My question is though, how do you know you can jump over Shaq? Yes. Like, how do you practice for that dunk? You think they put something you, up there you, that's his height? Well, that's what I wonder. Do you have like a seven foot dummy that you practice dunking over? Golly. I mean, because if this is the first time you're doing that, that's taking a huge risk. What if you jumped and just landed on his shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> or on top of his head? Oh, my God. Well, he kind of dunked down a little bit. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't quite seven foot two, but it was still very impressive. You're jumping over oh, a seven yeah. foot guy. Yeah, because I, I love Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Plus, he's a big dude. It's not like he's he's a minute bowl and only about two inches wide. Yeah. And this guy is... Now, if he comes back next year and, and dunks over a taco fall... I'll be even more impressed. Well, a lot of people. Oh gosh, <laughs> he's a lot like of seven foot eight. A lot of people are predicting it's going to be Zion Williamson next year in the dunk contest. Well, so I'm now sure you're going to get Tommy. Yeah. So it'd be Duke UK. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Jim, what's going on? Uh, hi, Michael. Uh, I thought the game was great. Uh, I think it's our best game uh, of the year. I think so too. Uh, so, so far, uh, I do think Tennessee. Uh, was a better matchup for us, much better matchup than LSU was earlier in the week, just yes. from the athleticism and that type of thing. And then the last thing is, you know, I agree with Cal uh, telling the, the crowd to cut it out for two reasons. One, we might have to play Tennessee at least once, maybe twice, and even three times if we met them in the NCAA. Exactly. And I don't want to give them any more ammo. <laughs> yeah, see, and I... I... I totally agree with you right there, Jim. I appreciate the phone call, but that's one of those things that, uh, listen, let's, let's not get too crazy to where, uh, now they're going to retaliate against us, uh, especially down in Tennessee where you got a bunch of, uh, no teeth, uh, rednecks down there. So I, I don't want to give them any kind of ammo that's going to come against us. So I, I like the fact that he did. I, I do like this. It was Campbellsville, Kentucky in LA versus Louisville, Kentucky. 
PGA Championship. Yes, the, the uh, Genesis Open, which was uh, at the Riviera Country, very exclusive country mm-hmm. club over there in L.A. And J.B. Holmes, four shots back yesterday. Justin Thomas and takes over Justin Thomas and wins. Congratulations, J.B. Holmes. I'm really happy for him. He's a good dude, and I love watching him play. Otis, what's going on? Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. This is Otis. Yes. I just want to say that was a great victory Saturday. That's what I was talking about. They released, unreleased 40 minutes of hell, even though they had a little lull, which I'm, uh, I, that comes to expect, but they played great ball. The crowd was rocking like the way I wanted it to be. I could, I hear it through my TV, even though literally I wasn't there, but it was just a figurative term. And that's the way they need to be from the rest of the season on. As soon as that ball tip, they need to play that same way with that same intensity. I just want to hang up and listen to you guys. He's absolutely right. I wish that Rupper would be like that no matter who's there. Isn't that the truth? He's absolutely right about that. It's got to be intimidating somehow. And that was an intimidating environment. Well, the other for the night. longest time, I think, you know, going back to last season and then in the non conference, Rupp Arena was not that intimidating. Not at all. It didn't get loud. Not at all. But it proved right there on Saturday that it can. It can happen. Yeah. So uh, let's go to TJ. What's up, TJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Look here. What a game. Growing up in Tennessee for 20 years. Growing up in Tennessee for 20 years, man, I tell you what, these Tennessee fans cry more than anything. I mean, who's the biggest crybaby? Louisville fans or Tennessee fans? I'm going to say Tennessee Grant Grant Williams. I'm going to say Grant Williams right now. Hey, look, he flops like a Duke player, man. I mean, that's how he was on his ass more than – well, I won't go that far since it's just a tip. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, TJ, T, are, are you the one at Fort Bragg? Yes, I am. Okay, we I know we've got two or three TJs that call in. All right, TJ, you're getting – if I saw Reddit correctly on Twitter, you announced that you're heading over to Afghanistan the next couple of weeks. Is that correct? Yes, sir, I am. All right, and this is probably well, – is this probably the last time you're going to be able to call in, or are you going to be able no, to call – I've got another week or two. So you do, I, okay. Gotta, okay. I'll, I'll miss I'll miss March Madness this year, but hey, why, Saturday night that was March Madness enough for me, baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I do have to ask you before we let you go. You're going to be over in Afghanistan for how long? Uh, about four months. Four months, okay. Well, if hopefully we'll hear from you again before you take off. I, I, I do hope that. And if we do not, I want to wish you the best of luck. Keep yourself safe over there amongst all your buddies over there, too, and come back safe, all right? And thank you for your service. Absolutely. Hey, yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. All right, all right you do the same. I saw that he tweeted that out uh, Saturday night, and I'm like, oh, wow, man. And I hope I was hoping we would hear from TJ today, and I'm glad we did. So TJ, thank you for that call, and, and best of luck. We do, and Shannon's right. We do appreciate the service that you do. It's a lot that you commit. You could hear his little girl in the background. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Have. I can't either. I mean, so, people who do that are special. Are heroes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, without a doubt. Yep. So, uh, uh, I, I mean, it was a big weekend for UK. I mean, I'm not going to tell you any different. You, the UK baseball did well. Uh, basketball, the women's basketball won yesterday. Uh, and, uh, wow. Uh, and then we got JB Holmes, former golfer at UK that wins, uh, $1.3 million yesterday. And it gets even better because now. Yes. WWE's Kane. Yes. It's going to have to come to Lexington for lunch. 
you know, how how much would you love? Of course, they're going. Didn't they announce they made, they're going to KS well, Power? The mayor for Lexington said, "Hey, uh, yes. Glenn is his real name. Yes. How about we do lunch at KS Bar?" And I'm thinking, "Yes, let's do lunch at KS Bar with Kane." And, and would hope, you go? Oh my God, yeah, I'd be right there. I'd be waiting for him. I just hope the fire marshals are going to be close because I don't know if you know anything about Kane's character, but he has a lot of fire oh he does explosions and stuff now, when he comes out explain what happened because i don't think we did a good job explaining well glenn jacobs is the mayor of knox county tennessee yes. and he had a bet with the mayor from lexington right and whoever's team lost they had to go to the opposing uh city, city to have lunch and they so have to he, wear hold on they have to wear the jersey of the opposing team oh lunch. i didn't see that oh, part yes. oh yeah so he's going to have to wear a kentucky basketball jersey <laughs> when they go to lunch I oh they yeah get, i don't know if they make them that big we got to figure a way to find out when this is shannon you can find out we're going everybody have a great day we got to get ready for tomorrow night's game we'll see you then with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.